I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast with episode two of Players to Watch in 2022. All the twos in the house there. And look, if you've been following the Guru Podcast for a while or the Instagram page for a while, you know that we pride ourselves on picking the guys coming out of New South Wales Cup and Queensland Cup that are going to do well in the NRL. And um, our list of guys that we've picked has been pretty good over the last three years. And I, you know, the, the, there'll be a number of guys that we call out that maybe don't go as well, but the ones that we hit... Good God, have they gone well. And I'll tell you what, this guy will be on that list. I guarantee you he will be a sensational player. Now, the guy that I've got here is Aaron Penne. He is leaving the Melbourne Storm. I know what you're thinking. Guys that leave the Melbourne Storm traditionally don't do that well. Craig Bellamy doesn't miss on many of them. The Melbourne Storm don't lose guys that they want to keep. I'm hearing you. I agree with you the vast majority of the time. I think this will be one that they will regret letting go of. Now, I'm not sure how he's ended up in the New Zealand Warriors, whether it's a money thing, whether, you know, opportunity. I'm not quite sure what the thinking is here. From what I've gathered, he's not from New Zealand. He was born in New South Wales, so I'm not sure if there's a family connection. I'm not completely sure how this has happened. But Aaron Penne is playing for the New Zealand Warriors in 2022, and I think he is going to be a sensational signing. Now, when you have a look at this guy, huge body. He is massive. He is sort of in that Nelson Asafa Solomona sort of category, 190 centimetres, 110 kilos. He's 26 years of age as well, which I love. As you all know, I love guys that have to fight their way into first grade. I love guys that don't have a silver spoon in their mouth when they come into the NRL. This guy's had to fight his way through. I think he spent time at the Bulldogs. He spent time at Parramatta. He's been up at the Queensland Cup for a couple of years. He's come through the Melbourne Storm system. Played about nine or ten games last year, but we never really got to see the very best of him. He was solid in those performances, but I think he's going to go to the New Zealand Warriors, and personally, I think he's going to absolutely explode. And this front row combination of Matt Lodge, Adam Fanua Blake, and this guy... I'm telling you right now, with Sean Johnson playing out the back of these three, the Warriors, they are going to be a problem to deal with for a lot of teams in this competition. I think Aaron Penne is going to be one of the breakout guys of season 2022, and I'm pretty confident on it, to be honest with you. Here I am betting on a guy that Craig Bellamy has let walk out of the system. I know I'm playing with fire. I get it. 
But from what I've seen of this kid, I'm very, very confident in him. Now, you have a look at the Melbourne Storm last year and how they structured their team. You obviously had Brandon Smith and Harry Grant sort of as a combo. So Harry Grant always took up one spot on the bench. Then you had Pappy and you also had Nico Hines, who one of them took up another spot on the bench. So it sort of left your options pretty limited. They had great starting front rollers as well. So it meant that Nelson Osofa-Solomona was always on the bench, normally with Tui Kamakamika, which meant that this guy, he had limited opportunities because Brandon Smith can play hooker and at third and essentially as a front rower if you want. They were only carrying two props on the bench. And for me, that's why we haven't seen very much of Aaron Penne. I think it's just a circumstance thing. And I think once he gets to the New Zealand Warriors, he's going to absolutely fly. Now, the 10 games we saw him play in the NRL last year, he was solid without being fantastic. Uh, a lot of these games he played in, you know, the Melbourne Storm absolutely ran rampant. 46-0 uh, win over the Roosters, 66-16 over the Tigers, 48-4 over the Newcastle Knights. A lot of games where they just terrorise the opposition. For a front rower, you don't really get much of an opportunity to show what you can do when you spend half your time waiting for the ball to be kicked back to you off a kickoff as your goal kickers throw them over the stick. So I just don't think we've seen anywhere near enough of this guy. You look at his minutes last year, as I said, pretty limited because they had so many guys in this squad and they were running with a bit of an unorthodox bench. You know, the, the one game where he played 50 minutes was against the Newcastle Knights. They won this one 48-4. His stats were one line break, one tackle break, uh, 50 post-contact metres. He, he made 31 tackles, only missed two. Ren for 133 metres. So he's shown a little bit of ability here, but it's his attacking upside that stands out for me. And I'm going to take you to some of his Queensland Cup stats now. Now, he's been playing for two clubs in the Queensland Cup, for the Capras and for the Tigers. Uh, when he was at the Capras, they were very unsuccessful. They were bang average. He arrived at the Tigers. They improved a little bit. They won, I think, three out of their six games. But in his time at the Capras... I think he won three out of like 14 games. So his team wasn't going very well and he still put up some pretty damn impressive stats. Now, between 2019 and 2021, he's had a couple of injuries and whatnot. He's only played 26 games of football. So 26 games, I want you to remember in 2019, he came off the bench a lot. So these stats, they're impacted by minimal minutes. This isn't a perfect science. I will point out in 2021 though, he averaged 50 minutes a game and I'll go into those stats in a minute, but these are his stats from 2019 to 2021 across two clubs, one that was going incredibly bang average, and he was on the bench, so he played limited minutes in a number of those games. 26 games, he scored two tries across those 26 games. I mean, for a front rower, pretty handy in a team that's not doing well. 81 tackle breaks. He was averaging three tackle breaks per game across those 26 games. 26 offloads, one offload per game he was averaging. So three tackle breaks, one offload per game. All of a sudden, you're looking at 10 or 12 super coach points straight away if you're looking at this guy's super coach option, which I think you probably should be. Now, meters per game. Across those 26 games, he ran for 3,555 meters, averaging 136 per game. Keep in mind, he did play limited minutes in a number of those games. Post-contact was 50 post-contact meters per game across those 26 games. So 130-odd meters, 50 post-contact, almost half the post-contact as he's had uh, as far as his meters go. So pretty damn impressive there. 23 tackles per game. Obviously, tackles heavily influenced by the amount of minutes that you play with an average of two missed tackles per game. So 23 to two, a pretty good strike rate there. Now, out of those 26 games, and I really need you to understand this, this guy won 20, sorry, he lost 20 of them. So he only won six games of football in the last two years in reserve grade. He won three of them with the Tigers last year, which was the reserve grade team for the Melbourne Storm. So in the lead up to that, 
I mean, he really wasn't in too many winning sides, and his stats are pretty damn impressive. Now, I know a lot of you are wondering, where does he fit into this New Zealand Warriors squad? Because let's be honest here, the forward pack is pretty damn stacked. Now, the one thing I will say is that Tohu Harris, he's looking at about a nine-month recovery for an ACL injury. That's generally our ballpark. So you're looking at about mid-May for his return, which, you know, around the round seven, round eight, around that mark. So there's going to be six, seven, eight weeks to start the season without Tohu Harris, who is a lock to wear the jersey 13. So that provides an opportunity there. But even at full strength, at absolute full strength, when I look at the New Zealand Warriors, you will start with Adam Vanilla Blake and you will start with Matt Lodge. They will be your two starting front rowers. You will then have Tohu Harris in jersey 13. So that means your bench, you'll probably have a 14, a utility that might be a Cody Nicarima, that might be a Chanel Harris-DeVita and Ash Taylor. I'm not sure how they're going to use that jersey. Then you've got three guys on the pine. Now, straight away, I think Ben Murdoch-Masilla, he will be one of them. I think Bunty Afoa will probably be the other one. And then I think that last jersey probably comes down to Tom Ale, uh, Fry, or I think this guy. I think that Aaron Penne can be that last guy on the bench, and I think he will be. And I think that until Toe Harris returns, he is a certainty to be in this side. I, I'm not sure where they will put him, but I'm confident that he will be in this side until Tohu Harris returns. And even when Tohu Harris returns, I've still got him in my team. Now, that is barring any injuries anywhere. Yeah, so if there's an injury somewhere, it could open up a spot for him to jump in somewhere. Now, when I watch him play, I think he could be used as an edge player or as a middle. He's more suited to the middle. That's where he's played the vast majority of his football. I think that's where the Warriors will use him. But when I look at that bench of Ben Murdoch-Masilla, uh, Bunty Afoa, and, and this guy, Aaron Penne, I definitely think that he could double as your guy that could jump out on the edge. I think he could jump into 13, and he could be quite destructive there. You've obviously got Adam Fenua, Blake, and Lodge. They will lead from the front. They will dominate. To be able to bring this guy on with Ben Murdoch-Masilla, you're going to get some serious momentum. Look, I sort of said on Instagram earlier. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. That I'm not sure if he's going to be in the starting 17. Once I write it all down here, I'm pretty confident he will be in the 17, to be honest with you. And I think he's going to be one of the big breakout guys of season 2022. Now, a lot of people will say, oh, he's going to the Warriors. You know, they're never as good at the Warriors. Mate, I would sort of throw that out the window based off the last two years. They have shown that they are so resilient. They've shown that they've been able to take talent into their system and improve them. You look at what Reese Walsh has done, Rocco Berry, a couple of other guys. Dallin Montenegro-Lesniak has gone in there, and he has been fantastic. Sirinan, Curran, all these guys have walked into the Warriors system and have honestly improved out of sight. I think they've been sensational since arriving there. I think this guy will be similar. I wouldn't be surprised if at the end of the year we're talking about Aaron Penne as probably not the best signing of the year because I think he's going to be a prop coming off the bench. So he won't fall into that category. There will be other guys in key spine positions who influence the results of games more than Aaron Penne. But I wouldn't be surprised if we are talking about him at the end of season 2022 as being one of the best value signings of the season because I think he's going to be sensational. And if you see... 
Adenfanua Blake or Matt Lodge get injured or suspended, mate, I think this guy will come in. He will be a starting front rower. He will play 50 to 55 minutes, and I think he will dominate. I mentioned the stats earlier, which seem very super coach friendly, and I think they are. I think this is a guy you need to be keeping an eye on. I don't have it in front of me now. I'm not sure if he's just front row forward or if he's dual position. If he's dual position, that boosts him up a lot. But just as a front row forward in super coach, he's got serious high-end potential. We haven't seen anywhere near the very best of Aaron Penner yet. I think at the New Zealand Warriors, we will. I think this is one that the Melbourne Storm will look back on and they will regret letting him go, especially especially depending on what happens with with Big Nelson Asafa Solomona as far as vaccinations and everything goes, whether he is playing or not. I've got no idea how it's going to play out. But if they lose Nelson through that, good God, and Aaron Penne would have been bloody handy to bring in. I think this kid has got huge potential. I'm not sure where his allegiances lie as far as origin or New Zealand. I'm not really sure. I know that he was born in New South Wales, but we all know that in the modern game, that doesn't really mean a heap. But if he pledges himself to sorry, if he pledges to play for the New South Wales Blues, I honestly do think this is a guy that you could see jump into the Origin Arena over the next five or six years. That's the sort of high-end ability I think that this guy has. He's a late bloomer. Some people will say that that's a negative, that if he was that good, he should have been there earlier. But this is rugby league. This happens sometimes. Guys fall through the crack. They get an opportunity. He's got an opportunity at Melbourne, but he didn't get an opportunity as far as minutes goes. And that is the number one thing that Aaron Penne needs is opportunity. He needs to be able to show what he can do at the New Zealand Warriors. I think he will be given that opportunity. I think Sean Johnson will be well and truly aware of what he's got in this kid, what he's got in AFB. Ben Murdoch, Masilla, Matt Lodge, they have got go forward. Sean Johnson's going to be super excited, and I think the more and more Nathan Brown sees of Aaron Penne, the more impressed he's going to be. I'm tipping him for a huge season. As I said, we, we really do pride ourselves on our ability to pick guys out of out of reserve grade coming into first grade that will be successful. This guy, I promise you, he will be a success. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.